Hello, and welcome to Night Clerk Radio, episode 96. And as we close out 2023 on the main feed of episodes, we are in a, a complete act of originality talking about Christmas, holiday season. So today is a bit of like a half topic, little Christmas and vaporwave thoughts, yeah, which we did probably the first year that we had a Christmas episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, you change how you think about stuff and and been a couple of years so maybe revisiting some topics there and then also like half music because after the fact too late to do last year's christmas episode i discovered the wonderful world of christmas compilation in vaporwave so i want to highlight those that i'm late to that party i apologize to all involved and we're going to talk about them today so that's on the docket ross Pretty exciting, huh? I know you love Christmas. Each Christmas guy. <laughs> I don't hate hate Christmas. I'm not. I'm pretty. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, at this point, I've I've kind of I've gone from you know loving it as a kid to hating it as a younger adult, and now I'm just <laughs> like it's it's a thing that happens, and I just have to get through it. Part of it is also mm-hmm. I don't do as much Christmas shopping as I used to. Probably it's so that relieves the stress, and my family is not pretty low-key about it overall so uh it's it's not a stressor as much as in previous years so yeah <laughs> but it is a grotesque celebration of capitalist excess so yay got that going for it yeah, yeah. it does have that going for it yeah <laughs> i think we offhanded mentioned at the end of the last episode that it is the most vaporwave holiday mm-hmm. it only makes sense to talk about it a lot yeah, that that comfort and anxiety, that nostalgia and that like discomfort of like, oh god, all this shit that you know, capitalism's cranked up so high. It, it's so much more aggressive in the Christmas season. It's, it's so in your face, you can't avoid it. Yeah, but I think even like, I mean, it all kind of comes back to getting you to buy stuff mm-hmm. at the end. But even if you step away from like some consumerism lens and just look at at Christmas, it is like a holiday forged entirely in like myth and nostalgia. Like this idea of so much media is about how this is, has what Christmas should be. Right. So like, you know, I always make fun of, or not on the show, but in general circle of friends make fun of like Hallmark Christmas movies, which are all the same. And this is what your Christmas is going to be. You're going to reconcile all your differences with everyone you've ever disagreed with. And you're going to have a big, beautiful tree in a colonial house in Connecticut or something. Mm-hmm gonna be big great presents and everything's just gonna be fine yeah or some single woman is going to find love yeah exactly while reconciling with her family in a large colonial house in connecticut right like it's (laughs) all kind of it's all kind of in the same cinematic universe which i think i think like jenny nicholson did that or something like the hallmark cinematic universe yeah of just everything because it's all shot like in the same five locations and everything and yeah it's the same sort of like stable of you know soap opera actors and washed up tv stars and that kind of thing and there's a really good collage of all these posters put together and you can kind of just see the red and green and just like the structural and thematic similarities between all of these it becomes this really interesting quilt of christmas cheer you know uh, uh, a very bland but horrifying <laughs> image yeah, and it's it's an image of something that like doesn't exist and never existed. It's very hyper real. Mm-hmm. And then you get people who try to make that hyper reality reality. So you know, I've 
family members. I know other people who try to have like those perfect family Christmases and it doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. You can't do it because your life is not a scripted movie. And, and just that, that media relationship to, to Christmas It's probably why, you know, they always talk about how <laughs> nice. I just saw what you sent me and I will put it in the show notes. Yeah, it is. Very good. Uh, this is for the 2019 crop of them. It's literally a man. There's, one, two, three, four, five, five, 15 movies from Hallmark, mm. all of them featuring a man and a woman holding each other in the man is always wearing a green like jacket or coat or cardigan. And the woman's always in a red jacket or, or dress and like, holy shit, mm. that's a Christmas under the stars. Christmas on my mind. Holiday hearts or Christmas love song. <laughs> Christmas in Rome. Like it's haunting but they they got a formula and it fucking works oh yeah yeah the sign generating machine in, in overdrive around this time of year <laughs> probably why you know they always say you know there's a lot of increased mental health issues and anxiety around this time of year and mm -hmm. probably because you're constantly reminded of <laughs> this like reality that doesn't exist and that you'll never have right i'm sure it doesn't help along with lots of lots of other stuff but like you just get that pumped pumped in your brain all the time and it, it wears on you oh sure well it's also like family too right because like christmas is still one of the holidays that is that is strong enough that like there are like family rituals right for for mm -hmm. a lot of people where like most holidays now are so you know we're so alienated and so isolated that like we don't like go to the bother for some of these you know uh, uh holidays but this is the one where we get together it's about family and being together and so we're all gonna have a christmas dinner together and we're all gonna do this and we're all now so isolated and mm -hmm. from each other it, it creates in a lot of stress especially <laughs> a lot of dysfunctional families which are probably most yeah. of them at this point yeah who knows it's it's tough um but I, yeah i couldn't imagine even though as a kid, it never happened, but that like Christmas vacation, we're going to have 20 family members mm -hmm. sleep at our house for a week or whatever. Like, ugh, a nightmare. But <laughs> yeah, as I was saying though, that kind of relates to Vaporwave, which a lot of Vaporwave we always talk about. Mm -hmm. In addition to just being awesome music, it is generally connected to some version knowingly or unknowingly of a past that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, some vaporwave producers are, are maybe aware of that and commenting on it. Some are people who want that to be the case, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone everyone comes at their music from their own angle. You know, if you actually do... Like, I don't have bad memories of Christmas as a kid, but I, I sort of follow the same trajectory you do, where I just sort of... Now it's just a thing I have to do, and I do... I, I guess especially, like, working, you do appreciate it as an opportunity where kind of everyone can be off. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, less than my family, more like that all my friends are off work, too, and stuff. Yeah. And that I'm off. <laughs> like, that's really more the, the comfort side of the comfort and anxiety of, of Christmas. So, I, I don't know. Like, it's just such a nostalgia-soaked holiday. I think yeah. that's kind of my, my end point. And you see that in the media, too. Like, like Christmas always, like, manufactures its own extra layers of nostalgia. It's like, some things I feel like are the opposite of being memory hold. Right, you know, mm -hmm. we always say stuff gets memory hold, which is it's privileged forever. In, a, in a way that other parts of culture aren't. You know, so you look at I don't yeah. know what's like a I guess it came up the other week, so it's on my mind. But like a Christmas movie, I do not like is Christmas Story. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's been like almost it, it came out. I don't think anybody really cared about it when it came out. But it's been like reverse classicized by just it being on TNT or whatever for 24 hours mm -hmm. every Christmas for like the past 20 years. Oh, I guess I still do that, huh? I think so. I don't know. I'll find out when I go to my parents. Uh, I don't know, but they probably do. Right. I mean, why change that? Right. 
But even that's like this ideal Christmas made in the 80s about like an ideal Christmas in the 40s. So it's like this endless cycle of like, oh, don't worry. Things are, are chaotic and hectic now. But back then they were they were better. They were better. Something happened. Now they're not. But we couldn't remember when they were better. And, and you do that now again. We're like, oh, uh, Christmas was better in the 90s. Then something happened since then. And now it's not anymore. But we can still remember back when it was good. And you kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, that that endless endless cycle hell sorry while i'm rambling even like christmas ads are like notoriously reused right and oh, then sure. that fucking santa's real ad or the the folgers uh incest commercial you know oh yeah the folgers incest commercial that's another classic one that's a great yeah. description <laughs> yeah if you don't know what we're talking about with that uh <laughs> yeah look up folgers incest commercial i swear it's a it's a thing it's not yeah it's you should just watch the commercial. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. One of those ones where people made it and and it was made by a bunch of people who had no idea what they were looking at or how mm-hmm. anything comes across. Yeah. Uh, which is beautiful in its own way, really. It's but they just ran that forever. And you still see like the same Christmas commercials, um, which is funny because then they come up in the, the M&M one is on my mind because it's in one of the compilations we're going to talk about. And I was like, oh, that is like both nostalgic seeing it as a kid, but also I'm pretty sure I saw it last year when I was 40. So you get into this this issue where Christmas gets wrapped up in this, like, um, I think it's the title of his next book, but Grafton Tanner kind of has this term, foreverism, mm-hmm. which is the way that, like, we just don't forget anything anymore. Yeah. You know, like, we just keep everything around forever, so you never really have to to move on. Um, or Or if you do, you can do it in, like, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is back, baby. And it's never Yeah, going Star out. Wars is back, but then no, they made the bad Star Wars. But now we're gonna fix it with the good Star Wars. And Star Wars is gonna be back, and that's okay. And we're not mm-hmm. you know like and now we're remastering games from like three years ago, like video games. Like mm. The Last of Us Part Two is being remastered and, for the uh, fourth time or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Foreverism is a, a really good way to look at it because like Christmas, like if you I think the biggest story about like culture from if you look at a broad historical perspective is like from the 19th century the 20th century to now is like fragmentation it's it's culture Mm -hmm. becoming increasingly fragmented and diversified and in ways to the point where people could be you know physical neighbors to each other but still be living in entirely separate realities you know like the most extreme things are like you know, people like QAnon cultists and, and that kind of thing where they 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 just might as well be on Mars. Right. But like mm-hmm. Christmas is maybe the strongest cultural holdout to be a, a unified, you know, something, a signifier to everyone. Everyone knows what Christmas is. Everyone knows what the signs and the symbols are. Everyone knows like what the expectations of Christmas are. And that's, you know. Something that you can't really say about much anything else. Obviously not religion. Obviously not like knowledge of culture. You know, like uh, sports. Obviously not anymore. And so Christmas is this one thing that we all know what it is, and we and it's a secular holiday at this point. You know, especially <laughs> thing with like how Christmas is celebrated in Japan. And sure. So it's it's fascinating that it's so aggressive that uh, maintaining this, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously it's in the interest of retail corporations and everything. But like, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of people that cling to Christmas because 
it's the one thing that parents can do to get to see their adult children. You know, it's the one thing. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Well, Maybe, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, there's people who love Christmas because it's a time of getting together, of meeting people, of like dealing with the isolation and the fact that we're living in separate universes now, you know, to, to one degree or the other, you can't like, Oh, have you seen this show? Have you listened to this music? I know you, I've never even heard of this. And you know, it's some, something that has millions of fans or whatever, you know, this happens all the time mm-hmm. but no we all know what christmas is we all know that mariah carey song we all know <laughs> do yeah and or christmas story you know like we all, we have some mm-hmm. vague connotation about that so that's why it's so fascinating because it's the last thing holding all of society <laughs> together you know the one thing other you know it's <laughs> we're, we're in this t- teetering Certain tower of, of society and like christmas it's all being held together with you know a, a christmas tree uh <laughs> <laughs> might be going out on a limb here but yeah well you know maybe for like a certain sect of you know subset of the, the population that may be the case i mean even i i would say feel that a little bit that's probably like the love side of my love-hate relationship with it you know that is kind of a rare form of cultural connectedness mm-hmm. it's well, fun like for any holiday so like on the talk about it too much private like on the hot takes discord for thanksgiving and again the, they did it for halloween and then for christmas they do do like a like a stream like a get-together viewing mm-hmm. and watch like all the old peanut specials and the garfield specials and no and all that stuff and yeah i mean like i don't have a lot of nostalgia for that stuff but i do appreciate like getting together with a group of people and, and doing something together and if that's it's like that holiday is what it takes, then I guess yeah. it can stick around. I mean, that's the thing is like, this is the one time where, you know, there are allowances by like mean, like culture and society. So people can get together. You know, there's holiday breaks, school mm-hmm. lets out. No one expects a lot of work to get done in late December, you know, to early January. Everyone's just like, eh, fuck it. You know, like we're, <laughs> you know, even, even if you're expected to work, no one's going to be like starting a new project or doing anything big or, you know, it's everyone's yeah. out. Everyone's dealing with family. Everyone's Christmas shopping. Like it's, it's the one time in the year where we can getting together and like focusing on things other than work and, you know, your obligations Mm -hmm. is, is, uh, allowed. And that, you know, again, you know, 200 years ago, there were everyone in the, who was in the same city would have the same holidays and have the same culture and have the same days off. And now everyone's on their own schedule. You know, some everyone's again, it's again, part of this fragmentation. Uh, and this is the, why it makes Christmas so special is that we don't get to do yeah. this. And so, yeah, give me my shitty Garfield Christmas specials. I'll take that over, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not getting together with friends and having fun. And yeah, the, the Christmas special is actually pretty fucked up. The Garfield Christmas special. If they end up watching that, it's not shitty. I'm going to stand up for the Christmas Garfield okay. special. It's actually very sad. Aww. The Thanksgiving one is I'm, I'm hit or miss on. It's mm-hmm. a little Liz heavy and John Liz. Our relationship is always a weird one. Uh, anyway. I mean, I'm here. Uh, honestly, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say be uh, thought of as an enemy or someone a Garfield hater. I love Garfield. Garfield, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't, want to, you don't have to go that far. Yeah, yeah. but no, Garfield's great. It's it's an so enemy of fucking the people. Weird if you just look at it more than it was for, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like well, maybe, well, uh, maybe we'll do a Garfield episode because there's some weird shit in Garfield. The, yeah, the deep lore, <laughs> the deep lore, Garfield deep dive. Um, yeah, but. uh <laughs> Speaking of the holidays as an excuse for a, a large group of people to come together, mm-hmm. 
that's my professional segue into talking about the the music that uh, sort of the the real topic that kind of inspired this. I didn't know how much we'd actually talk about like Christmas and vaporwave. Mm-hmm. The Christmas compilation is basically yeah. what I want to talk about, and specifically a, a handful of them. So I don't know how I missed these before, but last year, I guess because I was getting really into slush wave, I became aware of the there's the the slush wave uh, group, slush wave social club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Who I, I I totally just blanked on the name there for a second, and <laughs> they do an SSCC so, uh, slush wave social club compilation every year. And volume three was a very slush wave Christmas and it had a bunch of people on it that I knew and I liked, I really liked listening to it, but I was like, somebody pointed out that, you know, if you really like these, then, you know, there's other Christmas compilations, which I I didn't know about. So Utopia District, of course, has done at least two, which have um, some amount of visual components on YouTube and then um, Pacific Plaza Records, shout out to them as well, have done at least three. I don't know if there's going to be more uh, I'm saying at least because I don't know if more are coming out this year between when we record this and when it drops in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So if one comes out since then, great. I'm future me is looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I've had these on all week, uh, uh, all of the, these different compilations. So yeah, it, 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 it's been very fun to listen to them and see all the different takes on it because like a lot of these compilations, I think my first thing is like they actually just work as Christmas music. You just put this on at a Christmas <laughs> office party and people would not notice. They would just, oh, yeah, you should try that. Well, if I had an office job <laughs> to go. Oh, to, right. Yeah. That's right. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You just make content for a living. I know. Uh, curse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even have an office. Wait a minute. Yeah. I work remote. I don't have an office either. Yeah. So I can't put these on in my office party because my office is just me where I am right now. Oh, Hooray. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there is that kind of mall soft thing for a lot of these that it sound it, it, it seems familiar enough. And, uh, you know, a lot of this is really like plunderphonic stuff, mm-hmm. taking Christmas staples, Christmas carol staples, you know, Christmas songs and just plunderphonic seeing the shit out of them. And it works. It, yep. it, you know, they're very, again, that weird, like it's comforting yet not and uh, very dissonant. It's very, very interesting. My single favorite one, which just was remarkable, was on Pacific Plaza Records. It's a Vaporwave Christmas Volume 2. I just want to mention this track. It's uh, Sleepy Oranges, I December, you know, I Don't Care December. And Mm -hmm. it's just this haunting thing of Mariah Carey just saying, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a a funny track that you mentioned because, you know, All I Want for Christmas is You is a probably a, a common yeah. retooled plunder phonics track because it is so divisive and so iconic as uh god it's yeah. been like 30 30 years but it probably is like the last big christmas song like new christmas song i don't know if that's still true i know people try to release very often but i don't I, I don't know if i'm just out of touch with pop music or you know god that's such a hit song yeah well it's the one that make the, all the memes about about like this is you know that christmas. too yeah yeah that too. Yeah, I I think there I mean there's obviously new Christmas music being made, but yeah, none of it's penetrated that level of the, the mm-hmm. zeitgeist that Mariah Carey did. So it's also just like such a creeping specter because in that that sleepy orange song, as soon as those like opening jingle bells come in, mm-hmm. even though they're like totally <laughs> totally screwed up, I just immediately know I'm like, oh no, it's Mariah. <laughs> and then to have like 
And that happens all the time. Whenever that whenever that song is sampled, I'm just always like, oh no, what are you going to do with it? And I think it's because I have such a deep dislike of a lot of that Christmas music. Mm-hmm. But this was like a really fun sort of, you know, twisting it around and, and warping expectations and stuff, which mm-hmm. I, I do agree that, that that really stood out on on that compilation. But just, it, I think the funniest thing about listening to all these compilations, because there's the, like I said, the, you know, there's six of them, right? There's two Utopia Districts. Mm-hmm. Three Pacific Plazas and the Sushlave is like first and foremost. I noticed what songs I still have like visceral reactions to. <laughs> like simply having a wonderful Christmas time is a mm-hmm. song I know. I know every Christmas episode. I probably talk about how much I hate that song. It's just still true this year. I'm doing it right now again because <laughs> time is a flat circle, mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things. It's just you know, if you worked any amount of retail during Christmas, just all that shit is just burned burn deep into like some little back nugget of your brain and then whenever i i hear that opening little piano sting that that's that little staccato boom comes in i get like manchurian candidated oh and just like some sleeper awakening yeah i'm just like oh god this fucking song (laughs) so (laughs) but i don't have the reaction for other stuff and but it's funny that even in like a highly plunder phonics environment Mm -hmm. it still is like (laughs) that little itch back there i'm like oh mm, no thank you no thank you paul yeah (laughs) one thing that did surprise me was actually how many of these compilations had original songs like not plunder phonics things that too yeah yeah and that was it was very cool i i I liked it quite a bit i think like data girl uh had some i believe yeah she's on on both the utopia districts and the uh the pacific clauses yeah Big shout out to Groovy Kaiju for Kaiju Christmas. I just like that one. <laughs> of course, you know, I, I like him. He used to be Groovy Godzilla. And uh, of course, I obviously had to change his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's again, a lot of these tracks, you know, original songs, original lyrics mm-hmm. and like very actually Christmassy. Like, like, I, I, yeah, no, I can get behind <laughs> this. But yeah, it's again, th- th- this kind of music that would be out of place and irritating to me any other time of year, but like, no, it, it's fine. I can jam to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were there any other like standouts in terms of the original songs for you? I'd have to think because I wasn't always paying attention to which are original. I, yeah. <laughs> that's the one problem is like, I kind of assume if I don't know it, that I'm just dumb and don't know the sample. Yeah, that's fair. Quite frankly, but tracks I really liked. I, I do want to talk about one whole album just to oh, sure. give a, a shout out in a second but let me think about original tracks or just tracks in general so on the first utopia district of course shout out to vacation bible school really liked their track mm-hmm. on the volume one a very vapor christmas special uh, so many good people on the pacific plaza like what a yeah though those were i think lineup. i think those were my favorite i like the utopia yeah. district one too obviously but like pacific plaza compilations were really mm-hmm. well assembled well chosen yeah. tracks I, yeah, I agree. And I always have, um, they're, they're kind of one of my record labels of like, like Geometric Lullaby, where if they're releasing it, yeah, I have such an overlap in, in taste with the people involved. I'm probably going to like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and consequently, like just, you know, you see all these names that we've talked about in other contexts on the show. Same with Slush Wave too, like Silicon Dream Suite, who we really liked off the up and comers. 2023 was on the Slush Wave Social Club, Twin Pines Mall. You know, all that stuff is, is really, Really cool. It's the problem with the structure of this episode or how I've, I've planned this. It's, it's like too much music to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of like scatter shot 
what's in my brain as I skim through like notes and track listings of like, oh yeah, I liked that track. I liked that track. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always do like compilations because you do get so much variety in, in what gets produced because everyone, uh, you get to really appreciate everyone's different stylistic approaches and, and like when certain people do stand out to you, like you're like, wait a minute, is this a, is this a vacation Bible school track? Like, oh yeah, it is. Or like Wizard of Loneliness or, or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I wanted to point out that sort of stands out uh, among the six to me is the second Utopia District special, Utopia District Christmas Special Volume 2, Vaporwave Holiday Feature Film from 2022, last year, which is in their traditional style. It's like a, a whole visual yeah. album. So it's got like clips from commercials, from Weather Channel, from movies and shows, and yeah. all put together while, while, while still having like music and like visual components of that music, you know, like notorious secret we've gotten into a lot recently is on there and stuff. So it's that kind of stuff is really cool. Yeah. I mean, you're talking earlier about how we're not allowed to forget things anymore. Thank God people haven't forgotten like old commercials and have uploaded (laughs) them to YouTube so people can, you know, rework them, you know, chop them up and edit them into these, uh, uh, this, you know, visual mix. Yeah, no, it was very, that see, that's would be, I would put that on, uh, at a Christmas party. Like I would just put yeah. this on a TV and just let it go. There are a couple commercials and weird things in it, obviously, but like, uh, well, commercials for their own stuff, like not just mm-hmm. like old commercials brought back, but like, I think maybe not for a family Christmas party. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do it. Make Leland watch. Yeah. The District. And yeah. I, I should clarify, sorry, is that there is a visual album or like a VHS component to the first Christmas one as well. I didn't want to highlight that only the second one did that. It's just, uh, I, I sort of misspoke. Okay. There's VHS for both of them. I see. I see. And then Utopia District Style, you know, they they have it on their band camp. Mm-hmm. So it is, of course, immediately sold out, as <laughs> one might expect, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But it's probably $1,000 on Discogs. Possibly. It's the real money in Vaporwave is being a secondhand trader. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's if you're in the Christmas uh, mood like this or just, yeah, a vaporwave mood. It, it, this, is, this is very pure vaporwave. This is what vaporwave is really about is taking consumers culture and remixing it to make something artistic. And uh, yeah, that's what all of these are. And they're all really good. Like they're all a lot of interesting technique. Yeah, I didn't take detailed notes, but there are a lot of times like, oh, well, that's really cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember the song, but there's one song with like, like lyrics that are really like, oh yeah, this is very kind of Christmassy, you know, you know, 21st <laughs> century kind of way, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I highly suggest I'm going to put all the links, fill the show notes full of links of, of everything we're talking about and everything we, we watched and, and listened to and, and, you know, see if it catches your fancy, see if you like it. I also, well, I always repeat the same points whenever we do compilations is that this type of hard work is so super important to the community. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of fun because it's Christmas and you all get together and do Christmas stuff, but it is like an important curation of artists. So there's a whole bunch of people on there who maybe you do or have not heard of. And if you like their track, then you say, wow, I wonder what else they made. Because if they made this, they probably made a lot of other really good music. So you should go check out all those people, it's a great introduction to a, a whole stable of artists on a from a variety of backgrounds and, and musical styles. And then just like the, yeah, the curation of taking all that effort and putting it out, uh, especially like Utopia District, if they do like a VHS 
like mm-hmm. Christmas movie. That's a ton of work. Oh yeah. And it's all to the service of not just producing great music, but also like community momentum and, and keeping everybody in the spirit of, in the spirit of the holidays that we were kind of making fun of a little bit, but not really is like keeping everybody together and like keeping that community informed. Cause yeah, now I look back and I remember, you know, looking back at these and like some names stick out to you now because I, I know more about them. I was introduced to them through compilations. Like Notorious Secret and Celadon Dream Suite would be two two major ones. So it's just a great way to find new music. It's really important to hard work. Appreciate everything all those communities do to to put them together. And I, I hope they do it for many years to come. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you go and check out all these compilations we talked about. Also, let us know. I have two calls to action for the audience that makes it this far. One, we made a lot of broad general statements about Christmas. How out of the lineup with your experience, you know, or like your relation to vaporwave and Christmas. And secondly, I want to know non-Christmas, but winter holiday vaporwave music. Is there like Hanukkah vaporwave or, or Kwanzaa or, or other holidays? Those are my two questions out to you. If you listen to this and you have a lot of time to listen, because normally right now we'd announce our next episode, but we're actually taking July off to work on some, some other January, projects there. Actually. Oh my God, <laughs> Ross, that's spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> very, uh, call it out. Very ominous. Yeah, very. <laughs> Six months from now. Yeah. See, this is why I need a month off because oh. I can't even keep my month straight anymore. Oh no. You're right. We are taking January off. So we're still going to do, if you're a patron, we're still going to do a bonus episode for January, but there'll be no main feed episodes. They'll be back the first Monday of February. I don't know what the topic's going to be. We're going to figure it out and record stuff, but just take some time to work on on some other stuff and, and take the holidays off. Yeah, so, you know, during that time, thank you so much for for your support. It means a lot to us that we get to keep doing the show for yet another year. Yeah, I do all the social media shout outs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the consumer holiday we just said. So, yeah consume our data right <laughs> so <laughs> you can find us nightclerk radio basically anywhere the big one being patron you know patreon where we have a discord and a community and as i said bonus episodes but also nightclerk radio um blue sky twitter instagram facebook most anywhere probably myspace myspace uh, yeah yeah <laughs> I remember need MySpace. The myspace yeah who would be my eight friends these are big questions mm-hmm that I have a whole month off to ponder. Oh, right. Can't wait to hear the answers. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much. Can't wait to hear from you again in February. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you.